1: Welcome back to Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. I'm your host, Lee Phelan, and today we're going to be jumping with John Carter. One of my all-time favorite science fiction movies is John Carter. It has the perfect mix of action, romance, adventure, superior storytelling, and just a touch of Victorian steampunk. I'm ashamed to say, however, that I very nearly gave up on the film soon after the protagonist's arrival on Mars. The moment of weakness came about when I first witnessed John Carter's remarkable jumping ability, which the film attributes to the lower gravity of Mars. Thankfully, I was able to keep from thinking too much about this long enough for me to enjoy the rest of the film, but today I allow my thoughts free rein as we explore the science required to calculate just how high someone can jump while visiting the red planet. Before we start jumping about, though, this podcast is brought to you by Betterment.com. Betterment offers users an easy way to invest. No prior investing experience is required. Users choose how to allocate their money between two preset baskets, a stock basket, and a bond basket. Signing up takes less than five minutes, and money can be added or withdrawn at any time without a fee. Users who sign up at Betterment.com slash will receive a $25 account bonus as long as their initial deposit is $250 or more. That's Betterment.com slash The first clue we're given as to why John Carter can jump the way he does comes from the scientist-slash-warrior-princess Dejah Thoris. She attributes his jumping ability to his higher bone density. Additionally, we can assume that the lower gravity of Mars also plays some role. As we learned in my episode on density, the density of something is its mass divided by its volume. In other words, how much stuff is crammed into the space it takes up. It's important to note that this definition of density isn't the exact same one that doctors are using when they talk about bone density. To a doctor, bone density means the amount of mineral content in your bones. While that's slightly related to the physical definition of density, it isn't exactly the same thing. Unfortunately, neither of these ideas has anything to do with jumping. While it is true that people with higher bone density typically also have greater muscle strength, bone density itself is only useful for preventing fractures, not for increasing your jumping skills. Additionally, the denser something is in the physical sense, the more mass it has crammed into the same space. So the more force would be required to accelerate that mass. That means that if John Carter's bones were more dense, he would require more force to jump, not less. So let's ignore the issue of bone density and focus on the difference between Earth's gravity and the gravity of Mars. As you're probably well aware, gravity is the force that causes objects to be attracted to one another. There are several forces that do this, magnetism, electrostatic forces, and nuclear forces. However, gravity is interesting because the amount of gravitational pull an object has is related to its mass. The force exerted on an object by gravity is called weight. The weight of an object can be calculated by multiplying its mass times the gravitational acceleration applied to it. The acceleration due to gravity on Earth is 9.8 meters per second squared, while the acceleration due to gravity on Mars is only 3.71 meters per second squared. This means that the gravity on Mars is about one-third as powerful as that on Earth. You can figure out what your weight on Mars would be by multiplying your weight on Earth by the ratio of the gravity on Mars with the gravity on Earth, which is 0.38. So let's assume that Carter weighs around 175 pounds on Earth. That would make him about 66 pounds on Mars. NASA tells us that an easy way to calculate how high you could jump on Mars is to use that same gravity factor, but applied to your jumping height on Earth. Just take how high you can jump on Earth and divide it by 0.38, and you'll know approximately how high you could jump on Mars, assuming you could still breathe. If we give John Carter a lot of credit and assume he could jump 48 inches on Earth, which is about as high as some people believe Michael Jordan could jump in his prime, depending on how you measure it, this means that Carter would be able to jump about ten and a half feet on Mars. That's about as high as a jump you would need to jump from the ground to the top of the roof of a one-story house. So while you would be able to jump pretty high on Mars, you wouldn't be able to come anywhere near the amazing hundred feet leaps that John Carter pulls off. Thanks again to our sponsor, Betterment.com. Betterment offers users an easy way to invest. You just allocate your money between two preset baskets it's fast and easy, takes less than five minutes to sign up, and you can receive a $25 account bonus if you open an account with $250 or more by going to Betterment.com slash Betterment LLC is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Broker services are offered by Betterment Securities, an SEC-registered broker dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Investments are not FDIC insured. No bank guarantee may lose value. Investing in securities involves risk, and there is always the potential of losing money when you invest in securities. Before investing, consider your investment objectives and Betterment's charges and expenses. Not an offer, solicitation of an offer, or advice to buy or sell securities in jurisdictions where Betterment and Betterment Securities are not registered. If you're looking for tips on improving your own jumping ability on Earth, check out the tips from Get Fit Guy, which are considerably easier than teleporting yourself to Mars. If you like today's episode, you can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash qdteinstein. If you have a question you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Lee Phelan, with Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science.